All right, guys, I am back. I am back. I'm back. So you want to figure out how to get a customer to ask for you and only you, okay? So as I talked on previous episodes, and y'all know this, the way you get the customer to ask for you each and every time, um, 99% of the time, is to send a video of yourself, okay? Now, always send text messages too, but for instance, when I call a customer and the customer and I make an appointment with them, I sit there and say, hey, as soon as we get off this phone, I'm gonna send you a video of me via email or text message to know who to ask for when you get here. And because I always have to, I always have the mask for the salesperson also, but the thing is I always say, hey, look, I'm gonna send a video of me. Make sure you look at that video. That's who you're supposed to ask for. I'm the bald guy, the bald guy that you need to ask for when you get here. I'm one of the managers. And that way it does it sticks in their head. I always give them something to remember me by. You know, so if you have, you know, something on you or something that 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 stands out, whether it be your hair, uh, your facial hair, um, your nose, I don't know, make fun of yourself a little bit, but stand that out, okay? So when I get off the phone with a customer and we have an appointment, I always send them a video email or video text message. Okay. Hey, Mr. Customer, I just want to thank you for setting the appointment with me. And then when you get here, make sure you'd ask for me the ball Tony, and that uh, will make sure we take care of you. I'm going to make sure I make best value of your time. Please ask for me because I already know what's going on. That way you don't have to start over with somebody else. And when you do that, you what you do is you're sitting there and you're setting yourself up to be asked for when they get here, whether it be a week down the road or three days down the road, okay? That's what you need to do. Also do it via text message. If the customer, um, if I do have an appointment with a customer, I always have my picture saved on my computer and I also send a picture of myself when they get here and I always tell them to ask the receptionist, go to the receptionist and ask for me. I give them clear instructions. When you're not clear or definitive with your customer, they are not gonna come in and ask for you. Uh, I'm just being 100% honest. You have to be clear and definitive. Make sure you go to the receptionist in the new car building and ask for Tony Story, okay? Or whatever your name is, insert your name. So that makes it very easy for you not to get skated or taken advantage of. Okay. The other thing is, is if you have an appointment that's a week out, you need to set a task that's three days or two days, whatever your, your skating system is at your dealership or your rules are, set a task that's two or three days out. You make that phone call to re-engage. That way you are protecting yourself from being skated. Okay. The thing is, no, but you shouldn't get skated if you've done all this stuff to, to implement it. But guys, this happens Guys and gals, this happens too much in the car business to where we feel like we're entitled to something because we didn't do any work. So I'm just, I'm just giving you all advice here. That's all I'm doing. So whenever you're sitting there and the customer comes in, they should go directly to the operator or do this or do that, okay? The other thing is, is make sure you tell the customer that you're going to make best use of your time. Sometimes when you set an appointment and you're very vague, the customer sometimes doesn't feel that they're going to make best of use of your time. So they get there and they just think, oh, well, I'm going to talk to somebody else, okay? Say, hey, look, Mr. Customer, since we've already started the conversation, I know what's going on. When you get here, please ask for me because that way you don't have to start the whole conversation back over again and take up another 15 minutes of your time because I know your time is valuable. You have to give your customer a proposition. You have to give them a reason to ask for you. You have to make them feel as if you value their time also. So guys, when y'all are doing anything, not only just in, in, in setting appointments and not getting skated and stuff like that, you have to give the customer a value proposition to make them understand why they're doing business with you or why they are benefiting from what you're doing for them, okay? So anyways, um, 
that's really kind of what I want to talk about on the uh, skating system. The other thing I want to talk about is if you have a BDC, a legitimate BDC, um, that you have that makes calls for you, makes inbound phone calls for you. You know, it's not solely their job to make the to set appointments for you and sell cars. You know, you need to make a good relationship with your BDC. You need to go up there and talk to them. You know, for instance, I've had several customers come in, and the internet lead came in, and they, um, for instance, the BDC had an appointment set. Well, they come in, they don't ask for you, okay? They don't ask for you or anybody else. You know, the thing is, is that when you are given an appointment from the BDC, that's your initial, that's like handing the baton off to you and saying, hey, it's your job, you take it over from here. So there, at that point in time, do I recommend that you call the customer? You can or cannot. I do recommend that you text them and email them saying, hey, this is you, um, that you're that they need to come in and see you. Because sometimes when a appointment is set, and this is why I don't always agree with managers calling and confirming appointments, when an appointment is set, um, sometimes, you know, they try to get to the, um, how do I put this, to the answer right away. They try to eliminate you. And so whenever you're talking to somebody or whenever the BDC sets an appointment and then you call them, you sometimes open Pandora's box. So I don't always necessarily agree with the fact that you need to um, call the customer, but make sure that they know to ask for you when you get there um, by either sending them a text message out of the system, sending them an email, or you can make a real quick phone call and leave a voicemail. Um, it just makes it simple, makes it easy. That way you don't get skated. Uh, but guys, I'm, guys and gals, I'm telling you, you know, it's too, it's too bad in the car business. We deal with the fact that, you know, you know, we can't be honest with each other. Uh, I think, you know, and going off on a tangent here, cause I think I'm done talking about skating. Um, not done talking about it, but I think it's too bad that we work in a, in, in, in the industry, you know, where we all have a common goal. We all want to sell cars and it's a, it's a, it's not a team sport, but it is, you know, the simple fact that, you know, we all think that there's a certain piece of the pie that we're going to get. And, and, and that flip side, I always think that we all should live in abundance. And that the fact is that there's not that sliver of piece pie. So when a customer, you know, it creates a bad culture, it creates a bad name, it creates a bad stigma about you. So whenever a salesperson does have an appointment, you know, and they legitimately have it, you know, you need to sit there and, you know, work as a team. You need to sit there and say, hey, look, would I like this to happen to me? No, I wouldn't. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that this salesperson is taken care of and I'm going to walk that appointment over to them. And I just, I think it creates a good culture about yourself. I think it, it, if a salesperson knows that of you, you know, I'll tell you this much. I got more, ha I got more half deals out of creating a good culture about myself and good, creating a good character about myself versus not getting half deals. You know, when a customer come in and ask for somebody, I would always help them out. I'd always, you know, be um, the first to help anybody out because the fact is, I think that, you know, it generates that good vibe about you that you're willing to be there for somebody when they need help. So when a customer, when a salesperson, when a customer does come in the dealership, you know, I think that first question of asking them, hey, are you here to see somebody? Um, do, you, do you need any help? What can we do for you? I think it creates that good culture. The other thing is, is you know, we all sit there and say we have those salespeople that don't, those customers that don't want to come in the dealership so on and so forth but you know you always have to sit there and get, get a driver's license and take them on a test drive and stuff like that so make sure you're not skating anybody that way too because you know it's like i said and previously in this this episode is that sales that customers are naturally ingrained to lie i mean you know for the other day the other day or this morning i was looking at emails 
And the sell, this customer was like, you know, I'm getting this drive out of another dealership, um, but you know, with a four by four, I think it should be the, should be ultimately less. You know, you know, the funny thing is, is if you got to drive out for this price at that dealership on a four by four, why didn't he not ask for a drive out on a price of a vehicle that is um, not four wheel drive and, and then it is two wheel drive? Um, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, right? I just, you know, that thing is like, it's almost nine grand difference. So we all know the difference between, you know, a four by four and a four by two is roughly about anywhere from, you know, $1,700 to $3,200. We all know that. It's, it's, it's a natural fact in the car business. And what it does is it makes it um, um, well known. But moving on a little bit, you know, the fact is, is that you need to sit there and think about, um, I don't know, man, I'm going off on these wild tangents. Um, man, I don't even know where I was going. Oh, that, that customers do lie. So when a customer does come in, sometimes they're naturally going to ask, they're not going to ask for the salesperson they're working with because they think that they can get a better deal if they work with somebody else. So, you know, make sure you're taking, and if they don't want to talk to the other salesperson, don't get involved because you don't want to screw up a deal. But please understand you're going to split half that deal with somebody. Oh, the other thing is, um, before I go any further, um, and I'm going really off tangents here um, because I really didn't have this episode planned out because it was more about skating. Um, let, me, let, me t- let me teach you all something in the car business. There's a thing called a handshake turn. This is the very last thing I'm going to talk about. There's a thing called a handshake turn. So basically what a salesperson does is they'll go up somebody, they'll bring them into you and tell them that you're working with them, and then that's a handshake turn where they never put them in the CRM, they never took them on a test drive, but they believe that they should get half the deal because of the simple fact is they said hi to them and they brought them to you. Um, we, do, we do have a salesperson at my dealership that is very prominent for doing that. Um, he at least takes it to a certain step and then has somebody take it over so he can up somebody else. But guys, understand if the salesperson comes up to you and, and they, they give you a handshake turn, you know, you need to set the rules and the boundaries because if you accept that customer based on what they're thinking, then you're going to have to split a half deal. But, and don't get me wrong, management should have some, you know, uh, say so in this. Um, but the fact is that you can't always, man, it's hard, man. Salespeople in general, um, they're always out for themselves. And which isn't a bad thing. It's, it's an individual type business. And the same thing goes for managers. You know, we're always eventually out, out for ourselves because we have a family and, you know, we have family to feed and stuff like that. But the thing is, is when you, you, you as managers should mitigate this and, and try to lessen it. But you as a salesperson, if you take that customer and you take on that fact that you knew it was a handshake turn, you know, without setting the rules with the salesperson, with the other, with the, with your, with your partner or your salesperson, then you're going to be splitting a deal. So the thing is, make sure you understand. I always ask the questions. Did you take them on a test drive? Are they in the CRM? No, neither one of those. Okay, this is not a handshake turn. You either take the whole deal or I'm going to take the whole deal, but I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and split a deal for you just for saying hi to them. And I want to make sure all of y'all understand that because there's going to be some newbies in the car business that have no clue what a handshake turn is. Um, but the thing is, that's legitimate handshake turn is when the salesperson brings you a customer and they haven't put them in the CRM, they haven't done nothing except set a high and bring them up to you. So guys, make sure you're not working handshake turns and half deals on salespeople that didn't do anything to earn it. Um, but, uh, don't want to go on too much more cause I think I'm going to go off on another tangent. I really don't have a whole lot of time left to talk about tangents, but guys, you know, I know each and every single one of y'all. Um, I appreciate y'all for listening. So if y'all can, I'm going to try to, you know, 3X this whole podcast throughout the year and um, try to make more, try to create more listeners 
I'm trying to get it to 200,000 listens. I'm going to try to increase my audience by, you know, uh, to 900 people. Uh, I can't do that without your help. So if y'all find this information relevant and uh, valid, please share it with somebody. Send it to somebody in a text message, a DM, private message. I can't thank y'all enough for all the reviews. I think I'm up to 74 reviews. iTunes makes it very simple, very easy. So if you can leave me a review, please do. Uh, if you want to leave a review on Spotify or whatever the other ones are, please do that too. Um, but guys, um, just to go on, one more little thing here. You know, If you want to reach out to me, give me ideas for podcast episodes, you're more than welcome to. I have email templates. I also have um, goal sheets that if you all like to grab those from me, I can give those to you too. And the other thing is I'm creating a to-do list. Um, there is a guy by the name of Frank Lopez. Um, 30 Strong is what I think his thing is. But if y'all want to sit there, I'm going to create this uh, to-do list so that way y'all stay active throughout the day and it gives y'all something to do if y'all want to share that for me. I don't have it up yet, but I will have it up, so make sure y'all stay uh, tuned for that one. I should have it up by either tomorrow or the next day, by Friday. Um, but if y'all want to learn how to create your own website, please hit me up. I have an affiliate link, affiliate link for phone sites. It creates a, a website. It generates leads to you. It's very simple, very easy to use, so just hit me up on that. Um, but, but I think I'm about done here, so if y'all have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. This could be the hardest five-figure business or the easiest six-figure six figure business. It is what you make it. Um, also, um, we all win when we all win. So guys, please, you know I love y'all. Um, do not hesitate to reach out to me. I love getting text messages, DMs, and private messages. Make sure you all All right, peace. episode of car sales 101 so anyways i got a couple y'all reach out to me so i got a couple episodes lined up but with that being said cameron decided to ghost on me but that doesn't mean he's still not gonna be on this podcast eventually but anyways the show must go on with or without a uh guest well with that being said um this is tony's story here um i'm the um, host of this podcast the only one so uh, anyways, long story short, if y'all want to reach out, reach out to me, reach out to me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E, on Instagram, at TNT Dad 2728 <clears throat> and on LinkedIn, Tony in parentheses, Anthony, last name, story. By the way, I'm enjoying my day off, so let's get into this podcast episode. Oh, before we get started, please give me a five-star review if you find some uh, information or you find any of this uh, content valuable um, information. Other than that, you can DM, private message, whatever it is to anybody that you know, and actually hashtag car sales 101. Now, let's get on with this episode. So, one of the things that, have, that has come up recently at my dealership, okay, um, but I hear it all the time, uh, and it's prevalent in any dealership out there, no dealership is not uh, immune to this. We all get this disease and this sickness of what, what we like to call skating, right? So I'm going to explain two different uh, scenarios to you, but in the dealership, in the, in the car business, we all have this mentality of we own the customer, therefore we are getting skated, right? That's my customer. We own it. I am getting skated. Now, legitimately, there are salespeople out there that have a book of business that they have repeat and referred, referral customers, and they do legitimately get skated. But for those of y'all that sit there and get an internet lead and you do not set an appointment, you do not make commu communication then the customer comes in, 
two days later and buys, that is not a skate, okay? Let's make that clear, very, very, very clear. So let me kind of dive into this because I wanna kind of open the box and kind of teach y'all how not to get skated, okay? That way you stay prevalent, that way you stay out there in front of the customer, that way you never get skated, okay? Or it minimizes your chance, can't say you never get skated. But with that being said, you know, I think we all in the car business think that we own the customer, right? Let me explain something to y'all real quick. The dealership owns the customer. The dealership put the advertising dollars out there. They did everything they can to get that customer in. Now, if you're advertising yourself, the customer is legitimately going to come see you. Shouldn't see anybody else, okay? So if your dealership has rules to skating, make sure you know those rules. For instance, at my dealership, we have a thing called Car Wars that we listen to inbound and outbound phone calls. Um, I've gotten really good at doing it this year versus last year when we first initiated. But with that being said, car wars, we tell our salespeople to make a phone call out of car wars. That way the conversation is recorded or the phone call is recorded. Another way to do it is make sure you text message out of the system. And the other one, make sure you don't have automated gener generate auto generated emails go out to the customer and that does not protect you. Okay. Same thing goes for the BDC. Okay. We have a BDC department. Oh, these are, these, are, these are ways you protect yourself in my dealership from not getting skated, okay? Make sure you sit there and you send a text message of yourself or whatever, whatnot. The other thing is if the BDC department sets an appointment for you and you do not make contact, that is not a skate, okay? I'm just, I hate to go over this. I hate to repeat myself. But the one thing is, is you didn't do anything to get that customer in the dealership, so you will not get rewarded for it. Let me make that clear one more time. You didn't do anything to get that customer in the dealership. Car Gurus, Auto Trader, your website, um, whatever it may be, generated that customer to call your dealership. Therefore, they're coming in to see the dealership and not you. So if the customer comes in and does not ask for you, you didn't take the effort or the time to make sure that customer knew who you were, okay? Make that very clear. The other thing is, is uh, we, we, we do it by that point. And the other thing is we have to have contact with our, our, our customer within 72 hours. That is actual contact. That is an email going back and forth. That is a text message going back and forth. And that is a phone call back and forth. Now, at your dealership, if you are doing any sort of training, and we try to train this at our dealerships, but I've always said you can't change people. It's impossible to do. So if you have somebody that likes to skate somebody and that's a part of their culture, there's nothing you're going to do to change it. They're, they're naturally just going to skate people, okay? Um, it's hard to find out who those people are. And sometimes they're actually halfway decent salespeople, so you have to work that balance if you want to. Not saying it's right, not saying it's wrong, but you have to work that balance, okay? But moving on to the fact that, um, oh, what was I going to say? Customers should come ask for you. I don't even know where I was going with that thing. Um, oh, yeah, so when the customer comes in, the salesperson should ask, are you here to see anybody? So when you're training your sales staff, you always train them, are you here to see anybody? Service, for instance, sales, whatever it may be, make sure you're sitting there and you're asking that question to have the customer come in and sit there and see what's going on, okay? So you're sitting there and you go out there, the salesperson should go, are you here to see anybody? That should be the first question. Next thing that should happen is that the customer should, uh, the salesperson, sh salesperson should put that customer in the database, okay? Now we all know that customers do lie. It's a, it's a fact, just like it's a, human na it's a human nature thing. When the customer comes in, they're not always gonna ask for the salesperson because the salesperson, um, they might try to see what they can get out of a different salesperson versus the salesperson that they talk to. But with that being said, 
you know, the sheer fact that the salesperson that gets the customer, puts them in the CRM, you have to put them in the CRM. Don't sit there and take the customer for a test drive. And the next thing you know, you go to put the customer in the CRM and they had an appointment with another salesperson, okay? Make sure you're doing that first and foremost. That way you're not skating anybody. Um, and that way it doesn't happen to you. So this is for the managers. Make sure you're doing these two things. But to move on to the fact, all right, so the other day I had a salesperson. I'm gonna move on to the guts of the story. That way we kind of move fast forward a little bit so I can help you teach, te I can help you teach yourself. I can help you teach your customer to ask for you 99% um, of the time, okay? I had a salesperson the other day and I want y'all to really understand this. You have to dive deep and you really have to think about this. I had a salesperson the other day. He sits there and a customer comes in. Uh, if anybody knows what auto alert is, it's a data mining system. So basically you're able to data mine your own customers uh, via through the service drive or via through just all sorts of tools, whether they're engaged on your website, so on and so forth. But for the sheer fact that whenever a customer does come into the dealership, okay? Um, oh, when, when he had, he called a customer, left a voicemail about, I don't know, six uh, days ago, six or seven days ago, customer comes in the dealership, customer buys or repurchases their lease from themselves. Um, and the salesperson calls and asks me, hey, you know, I don't mean to rat on anybody, but basically um, I called that customer and Saad said that the, uh, or not Saad, I don't want to get too many details, but the customer, but the salesperson said that the customer um, did say they came in because they got my voicemail and I was wondering just how that worked or whatnot. I said, okay. So just can we, I'm gonna unfold this for y'all real quick, okay? Customer gets a voicemail from you, okay? Customer sits there and goes, you know what? It is about that time. I'm about at the end of my lease, right? They decide they don't wanna buy an Explorer anymore. They don't even wanna buy a vehicle from your dealership. So what do they do? They go to another dealership and they buy a different brand or a different or the same brand from a different dealership. Um, but with that being said, when they go to that different dealership and they buy that car, are you gonna get a referral fee from that other dealership? answer is going to be no. You're not going to get a referral fee. You're not going to get a half deal. You're not going to get a split deal. You're not going to get anything because you didn't even know. So for the simple fact that, you know, this salesperson thought that they deserved a half a deal for participation, it's not going to work. So that's what I'm trying to tell you guys. You know, if you're going to sit there and leave a lasting impression or you're going to sit there and you're going to, you know, fight for this later on, the fact is that you obviously put in the initial work, but you didn't put the other work in there to get the customer to come in and ask for you. Okay. So before we go any further, I'm going to unfold how to have a customer not ask for anybody but you. Um, doesn't work for everybody. It just works for me. And I can tell you that I'm very, very good at it. All right. So before we go any further, um, let's just listen to this real quick commercial break. Uh, not commercial break, but it's either going to be the Anchor or Spotify or some other, you know, um, commercial that's going to pop up. That way you can, I can make a little bit of money. Okay. So give me about one minute. Listen to this commercial or this little uh, middle in-between thing, and then I'll get back to the podcast.